So the question is, how do busy dads get into great shape with limited time, space, and equipment, all while enjoying the process and without sacrificing family time? If you want to know the secrets to dialing in your nutrition, being consistent, and staying motivated to achieve your fitness goals once and for all, then this is the podcast for you. I'm Kevin Torres, and this is the Dad Bod Wad Podcast. All right. It looks like we are live right now, which is awesome because I missed last night's live. And the reason why I missed last night is because, you know, we just had like a late night and just, you know, things got in the way. And then top of that, got home really late and then had to miss this morning's workout. So I just made up for it just now. So I just finished working out here. But what I want to be talking about today is we're going to be talking all about how whether or not you're surrounding yourself with the right people. Is your environment holding you back? And how do you surround yourself with like-minded people so that you can actually achieve your goals once and for all, all right? So you might have heard the phrase, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with, right? I, I just did a little Insta story about that the other day. And, you know, it's a pretty self-explanatory sort of phrase, right? Like you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with essentially means like the people you surround yourself with, you're going to become like, and likewise, they're going to become like you, right? So if you're surrounded by people with, with, you know, a limiting mindset, right? Who believe that, you know, they're never going to achieve certain things, right? You might also sort of like start to develop those same mindsets, right? It's the, it's the same kind of mentality about like being like from a small town, right? Some people from small towns like know they're meant for more and they want to like leave those small towns so that they can move on to bigger and better things. But a lot of people in those small towns, those small communities stay there, right? And they stay like small-minded. And again, this isn't a knock on anybody who lives in a small town or a knock on anybody who's satisfied with their lifestyle or anything like that, right? Everybody has their own preferences and that's totally fine. So that's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is if you find yourself wanting different things, wanting to achieve certain goals, right? Wanting to achieve certain health and fitness goals or a certain look or something, and you're surrounded by people who don't share those same goals as you, well, then you're swimming upstream, right? You're, it's going to have, you're going to have a lot more difficult time doing that because while you're like, Hey, I'm trying to watch what I eat. And everybody else around you is like, Oh, it's okay. Just eat this, drink this. Come on. What are you being a wuss for? Just drink, just drink, right? It's going to set you up for failure. And it's going to be really, really challenging versus if you're surrounded by people who have the same goals as you, it's going to be a lot easier, right? Like if you only hung out with people who are super healthy, who didn't drink alcohol, who also ate fruits and veggies all the time, like, do you think you'd be the only schlub eating Big Macs and pizza every single day around them? No you'd eventually become more like those people, right? And so as a busy dad, it's probably really difficult because, you know, the people you're nearest are your wife and your kids, right? And they're probably not on this health and fitness journey. Your kids certainly aren't. And your wife may or may not be, you know, I don't know. But some some wives are and some wives aren't. And that's totally fine too. But, you know, those are the people you spend the most time with. And then if you're not with them, then you're at work, right? And at work, there's myriad of personalities and different goals, right? So there's a good chance that the people that you're at work with aren't also on a health and fitness journey, right? There's cake in the break room. There's cookies in the in the shared work room, right? There's always this party. There's always that. There's meetings. There's food that's being bought for the for the for the office, and it's probably not just salads and grilled chicken and things that are going to help you hit your goals, right? Again, because not everybody has the same goals as you, so. How do you surround yourself with the, the the right group of people? And also, why? Why why is it beneficial? And I want to break it down into five different reasons or five different steps. And 
One of the most common myths I see, especially guys our age, right? You know, like 30s, 40s, maybe even 50s with kids is you feel like you can do it alone, right? You feel like, hey, I'm going to get into shape and I'm just going to do it by myself. I'm going to figure out what to do and I'm going to figure it out, right? And you can figure it out by yourself, right? You can go to Google. You can download this workout program, sign up for this app or whatever, and maybe you'll get some pretty decent results by yourself. But again, if you're surrounded by people who don't have the same goals as you, come Friday night, come Saturday when the pizza's there, when the nachos are there and all that stuff, nobody's going to be like, hey, remember your goals or come on, stick to your goals and all that stuff, right? If you're not feeling up for a workout, nobody's going to be encouraging you to keep working out, right? If you're like, I don't really feel it. Who's going to say to work out? Who's going to encourage you to work out? Yourself? No, if you don't feel it, you don't feel it, right? And so there's this myth, this prevailing myth that you can do it alone. And you might have heard the expression, if you want to go um, fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go together, right? And so I don't even believe the first part. Like if you want to go fast, go alone. Because if you're going by yourself, you know, you could be trying things out, feeling in the dark versus like if you get like a proven step-by-step plan from people who've been there, right? And if you want to go farther, then go together, right? The more people that you're with, the likely, the, the more likely you are to go farther and hit your goals, right? So that's myth number one. People think they can do it alone. And the fact of the matter is you need support. You need community. You need like-minded people to take you farther. Number two reason is, like I said, your friends and family don't share the same goals that you have, right? And again, this isn't a knock on your friends. This, is, this isn't a knock on your family. But if your friends are people who all smoke and drink and you're trying not to do those things, well, guess what they're going to do when you're around them? They're going to pressure you into doing what they do. And it's not because they, are, they have malice or bad intent, right? But sometimes it's because it's just what they know and they like you the way you are, right? They're like, come on, you're more fun when you drink or come on, what are you being a wuss for? Or come on. But sometimes it's because they feel bad about themselves and they don't want to see you do something different. It's like, what do you think you're better than me now because you don't eat this? Or what do you think you're better than me because you don't drink? So it can create a little tension, right? And because you're a nice guy and you don't want to hurt anybody's feelings and you don't want to rock the boat, you give in. You give in and you're like, okay, I'll just have a couple of drinks or okay, I'll just eat this pizza so as I just, so, don't, so I don't upset the, the food pushers in my family or so I don't upset my friends who want me to drink or so I don't upset my friends who expect this and that from me, right? So you don't want to rock the boat and so you just go with the flow except the problem is the flow is what's holding you back, right? Those people are holding you back. Now, I'm not saying to just cut them out entirely, although you could, right? You don't have to cut them out of your life, but you could limit how often you see them. You could limit how often you talk with them. You could limit how often you hang out with them, especially if they don't have the same mindset. Like if they're negative, if they're constantly talking to you negative, you're like, hey, man, I really want to get in shape and this and that. And like, why? What's the point? You're not going to do it. It won't last. Or you're a dad. Who cares? Right? What do you, who do you have to impress? You're already married. Your wife already loves you. Right? If that's like the kind of mindset that they bring, then maybe you should limit talking to them. Maybe you should limit how often you hang out with them and how often you hang out and talk with them. Right? So off again, tip number two is like, or point number two is like your friends and family don't often share the same goals that you have, okay? And that's okay for them, but it's not okay for you, especially if you want something a little bit more. Number three is depending on the people you surround yourself with, right? If you're surrounding yourself with people who are at a level where you want to be, well, by default, it's going to raise your standards, right? Just like, you know, the four-minute mile. People never thought it was something that was possible. Nobody had ever broken the four-minute mile, broken the four-minute mile, right? Yet, when the first person finally broke the four-minute mile, what happened? Many more people 
broke the four minute mile after that. Why does that happen? It happens because up until that point, there's this prevailing belief that it can't be done. It can't be done. It just can't be done. Well, finally, somebody comes along and is like, I'm going to freaking show that it can get done. And then once it can get done and somebody can see, whoa, it, it happened, it suddenly raises everybody else's standard. And it's like, dude, if that guy can hit a four-minute mile, I could freaking hit a four-minute mile, right? Well, the same thing happens when you're surrounded by certain people. <clears throat> if you come from a family of college graduates, well, it's a freaking no-brainer that you're also going to go to college and graduate, right? There's no question asked. Your family doesn't think like, do you want to go to college? Do you not want to go to college? Like, no, we all have college degrees. Sorry, kid, you're going to college, right? It just becomes the standard, and it becomes your standard too. Like, you're like, okay, well, when I grow up, I'm obviously going to go to college, and after I graduate from college, I'm obviously going to blah, 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 right? It's just your minimum standard. Well, if you're surrounded by a bunch of people who are winning in areas of life where you want to be winning, and in this case, we're talking about health and nutrition, what do you think? You're going to rub off on them and they're going to start eating pizza and burgers and they're going to stop working out? No, there's a good chance that vice, the, the, the opposite will happen. Being around those people is going to start creating new possibilities for you, new standards for you. You're going to be like, wow, if I'm hanging out with these types of people, I need to elevate myself to be at their level. So I need to start watching what I eat. I need to work out more so I could be on their level. They're not going to stoop down to your level. You need to be on their level, right? So when you're surrounded by people who are winning in certain areas of your of, of life that you want to win at, surround yourself by people who are already ahead of you. And by default, your standards are going to be raised along with theirs, right? To match theirs. And you're going to start doing the things that they do. And this this, this this applies to all areas of your life, whether it's you want to level up with your finances, hang out with people who make money, whether you want to level up in your in, in your employment, stop hanging out with the janitor and start hanging out with the manager, right? And, you know, you'll eventually become more like them. Um, you want to hang, you know, be more fit? Well, stop hanging out with people who don't value their health and fitness and start hanging out with people who do. And you naturally, that's going to be elevated for you, okay? Number four is... Being around a group of like-minded people, you're going to get a ton of support, right? So when you're around people who are like-minded, who want to achieve certain things that you do, if you have questions, if you're struggling, guess what's going to happen? They're going to support you when you need help, right? Why? Because it's our nature to want to help people get to where we are, right? We don't just achieve something and then be like, so long, suckers. We achieve something and then there's a natural part of us that looks back and like, who who wants this? Who wants to come with me, Right? We all want to teach. We all want to be helpful. Once you've mastered a certain thing in your life, there's no more com competition. You're not competitive about it, right? So when you got a certain job, you're 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 more likely to help somebody out at a lower level, get a similar job, right? When you got into college, you're likely to help somebody write their letter of ad admissions or whatever letter whatever, or write a letter of recommendation for somebody because you already got there and you you're happy to help somebody else. When you learn how to do something, whether you taught yourself how to do something on YouTube or whatever, you're more likely wanting to show it to somebody else because you're happy to teach people what you know, right? So the same thing happens when you join a group of like-minded people. You get the support that you need. If you need help, you ask for a question, somebody's going to help you, right? And then finally, the fifth reason why you should surround yourself with like-minded people is accountability. Again, when you're going alone, it's so easy to just sort of like quit on yourself, right? It's so easy to just say like, you know what? This isn't for me. What do I care? I don't need to be healthy. I don't need to be fit. And who are you going to disappoint if you if you cancel a workout? Just yourself, right? You, you're like, ah, oh, whatever. Nobody's Nobody cares. But when you're in a group of like-minded people, 
and people are depending on you to sort of like do your part or they want to see your workout or, you know, maybe you have like a little competitive thing going on, right? Everybody's like competing against one another. Excuse me. There's a level of accountability there where it's like, hey, if I don't show up, people are going to know that I, wa- that I wasn't here, right? For those of you who've ever participated in a CrossFit gym, you know what that feels like, right? If you have like your 5 a.m. crew or your 9 a.m. crew or your 12 p.m. crew or your 6 p.m. crew, there's a little accountability there when like you don't show up, your coach, your your coach at the CrossFit gym might be like, hey, you weren't here yesterday, what gives? Or your other friends at the gym, part of the crew, right, that 6 a.m. crew or the 12 p.m. crew, they're going to be like, hey, where were you today, right? So there's a little bit of accountability there so you want to show up even when you don't want to show up, right? And so you, by just being a part of this like free community on Facebook here, you're already surrounding yourself by like-minded people. But I want to encourage you in other areas. What are other areas in your life where you could surround yourself by like-minded people? Because again, in real life as a busy dad, it's probably hard. You're probably not making too many new in-person friends, right? You're probably not like making new friends like, uh, you want to hang out? Like, what do we do now, right? Like, as you know, like getting to know each other guys, right? Like, what? how do you make new friends at your 30s and 40s? <clears throat> but on online communities, right? That's that's a way. But more than that, like what podcasts are you listening to? What audiobooks are you listening to? What even what music are you listening to, right? What teachers are you listening to online? Are you watching shit that's making you feel mad and angry? Are you watching like, you know, political theater shows that are like the Democrats are doing this. The Republicans are doing this. You see freaking Pfizer's doing this. Fauci's doing this. Putin is doing this. The Ukraine war is this. Biden is doing this. And you're just like, yeah, yeah, oh, I'm getting angry. I'm getting angry. And you're like, yeah, screw this. Screw these people. I hate, the, I hate people on the left. I hate people on the right, right? I hate politicians. I hate law enforcement. I love law enforcement. I hate Black Lives Matter. I love Black Lives Matter, right? Like, that's not helping your mentality, right? Are you listening to music where it's just like, fuck this, fuck that, these people suck, these people that, or you're listening to music that uplifts you, that empowers you, that makes you feel good, right? Are you listening to books that are just like, you know, like non, I mean like fiction books, fiction books are cool, whatever, if you're into fiction, right? Or are you listening to like self-development books, books that are going to teach you how to level up your life, books that are going to empower you, books that are going to teach you something, right? That's going to teach you new ways of thinking. Are you listening to podcasts that, that are meaningful, right? Are you, and then the other thing is like, what about social media? Are you following accounts that actually make you feel good about yourself? Or are you following accounts that make you feel bad about yourself? And if you look at my follow list on, on DadBodWad, I don't follow many people. I think I follow like less than 100 accounts. And it's because like, I don't want to follow other fitfluencers because they make me feel bad about myself when I see their perfect six-pack abs at 6% body fat. I don't like following other you know, business gurus online who are like, yeah, it's so easy to make a million dollars. Look at me and my jets. It doesn't make me feel good, right? I follow a few accounts. They're usually like other dads, all right? And maybe one or two other things that I'm like brands that I'm interested in or that I, you know, work for or work with. Um, But for the most part, like I don't follow many people on Instagram because it doesn't make me feel good right? When I'm looking at people's accounts and I'm like, oh, they have this and I don't, or they're making me feel bad about this and I don't have that, right? So again, who are you surrounding yourself with? What podcasts are you listening to? What audiobooks are you listening to? What Instagram accounts do you follow? What news media outlets are you listening to or watching and all that stuff, right? And finally, of course, like, are you in a coaching community? Like, 
the Forging Lead Fathers community obviously is a, is a group of like-minded dads who are all on a mission to lose 20, 25 pounds and create a legacy of health and fitness, not only for themselves, but for generations to come, right? We hold each other accountable. We support each other. We're creating new standards for ourselves, right? We share similar goals, and we know that going alone isn't what's going to get us there, but that going together, we can go farther. And if you're interested in what the one-to-one coaching program offers and whether it can help you hit your goals, and if it's a good fit for you, just go to ForgingEliteFathers.com, which I think is linked down below. Click the Apply button, and I'll be in touch to work out if and how my program could help you hit your goals, all right? So again, remember, go alone sucks. Going together is gonna take you farther. You are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Who are you surrounding yourself with on a daily basis? And I'm not talking about physically because that's impossible anymore as a busy dad, right? I'm talking about the books you listen to, the groups that you're a part of, the media that you watch, the the podcasts that you listen to, the Instagram accounts that you follow. And surround yourself with people who are doing what you want to achieve, who are uplifting, who are positive, who are making you feel good about yourself and making you feel that what you're doing is actually, that what you want to achieve is actually capable, that you are capable of achieving it. And follow that. Listen to those books. Listen to those podcasts. Follow those accounts. Engage with those. Be a part of this community. Engage more in this community. And then consider if our coaching community is the next best step for you. All right? Hope that was helpful. You guys rock. Thanks again for letting me get on this live today and making up for last night's missed one. Seriously, Legacy Maker, you rock. Keep crushing it. Let's keep forging elite fathers and let's create a legacy of health and fitness, not only for ourselves, but for generations to come. I hope this was helpful. Let's go.